welcome to another episode of The Orphic. We are talking all things beyond ordinary understanding. Uh, my name is Alyssa Sokol. I am an astrophysicist. I just got my PhD. I'm interested in understanding how the universe works from an energetic perspective, um, holistic perspective, and that's part of what I'm kind of trying to do here on this podcast and stuff. Yeah. So how about you? <laughs> hey. Hey, I'm Michaela with at Mariposa Moonchild on Instagram. I almost said Facebook. <laughs> Throwback. Um, I'm an empathic medium, intuitive energy healer. I'm just trying to make the support the ripple effect of healing in this world. Yes. <laughs> got to we got really got to work on these intros. <laughs> I hear other people do it. I'm like it's so easy. I don't know why it's so hard, but it's like we get put on the spot and like talk about yourself. Uh, but no, I do do energy work, energy medicine even, as mm -hmm. I like to call it. Um, I do past life regressions with clients as well as energy attunements, Reiki sessions, readings, and one-on-one -on -one spiritual mentorship and support. And yeah, I guess the main goal of it is just supporting others, guiding others on their healing journey so they can continue to do the same for others and then the ripple effect keeps going and going and i like to think of the word synergy synergy too when i think about this and then mm. we're all just like connected in this net to like holding each other yes yes we are and that's also what you know the goal of this podcast is just kind of holding space and just supporting you know hold, supporting each other through this wild time which is what we're also going to talk about today because it's been wild so yeah it has been wild <laughs> what's going on with this energy right now i don't know i feel so anxious and kind of twisted up when i did not oh i mean actually this morning i woke up very groggy out of a very weird dream yeah i wanted to talk about my earthquake dream just <laughs> because I was okay so the other night I had this dream about an earthquake so also just dream interpretation is a whole other cool topic in itself not even something that we need to talk about on the podcast just like whoa well we should because the dream dimension is a subject on its own you know like what is the dream dimension but I remember listening to some really, really should yeah yeah I've listened to, if anyone's listened to some interesting people that are like professional dream interpreters or something like that, it's super interesting. You know, Chatty Broads have had a dream interpreter. I forget what her name is, but that podcast had a really interesting dream interpreter. And um, anyway, it just it's just cool how how important all the details are in your dreams and how they're symbolic. And I had a dream that I was in an earthquake and it was at my house and which was funny because I live on Long Island in New York and there's no earthquakes in New York, but you know, metaphorical dreams and shit. But it was just really crazy. I remember seeing the, gra the grass almost like rolling up, like, like things were popping up. And, mm. but I remember I was talking to my cousin on the phone last night and I was unpacking this and I was trying to, and I, when I was talking to her, it, I realized kind of exactly what, my, like what I felt was the meaning from it because you're, you are your best interpreter of your dreams, I think. 
you know, because just like you're the best decider of your own intuition, kind of the same thing with your dreams. It's like you can't really ask someone else what your dreams mean. You kind of have to go within and figure out like what you think they mean. It's probably accurate. Anyway, I was just thinking about the the really like how an earthquake in terms of a natural disaster and obviously the natural disasters have significant meanings in themselves. An earthquake is very like sudden and jarring. And so I felt like the significance of that was, yeah, I feel like it was very significant that it was an earthquake and not a different natural disaster because it felt like some sudden shift, some like, some, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, having an earthquake dream is weird. Like, have you, I have no experience with earthquakes, nor would like ever really think about it. Like, yeah, I think my interpretation, because there's it's just so weird there's there's so many different interpretations for dreams online that it's almost like defeats the purpose of having an interpretation to google because there's so many different ones but i think but it actually no can you google it google it right now no i already i did already google it and did um, you say that already no okay (laughs) i was like did i completely miss that and if so i'm so sorry (laughs) no i didn't say that but what did it say it was a lot of the things were about change and some of the things this is like I, whatever article I pulled up had like five different interpretations but I was actually going to say that you could treat googling your dream or you could treat googling anything just like ingesting any other information on the internet or anything like that you read it and you know what you resonate with and what you don't it's also almost like card pulling and stuff like that like it's a yeah. way to it's a way to activate your intuition in that sense where you like read it and you see how you feel and you're like you know which which one of the options like is right for you so i feel like that's kind of a good thing to do with dreams and anything for like signs from spirit things like that animal totem meeting meanings and things like that but some of them were about that something like negative it might be happening in your life soon but it was kind of just big themes around change (laughs) you know right i was like it was like this one article that i pulled up was like dream it was like natural disaster dreams usually signify something negative but not always and i was like (laughs) not always because i know that that i know that there's good things coming and i know that i'm in the midst of a very positive shift like i've been through enough negative so i'm like this is not negative it's it's been negative in the past before but this is not negative for me right now and so i think it's just signifying like a really rapid sudden change and it's kind of the theme that we're gonna talk about today this energy that's kind of just waiting like just in this holding pattern i I am waiting on this job opportunity. I spoke about it in one of our previous episodes. Actually, it was the Ascension episode, I remember. But things are still looking good there. And so I'm just, you know, I'm waiting on all the good things. And I think it just means like rapid change. But this energy right now, it's weird. It's waiting. It's like nothing's happening. And there was a scene. I sent you some other card reading video that said the exact same thing that speaking to this energy was like everything is it's like nothing is happening (laughs) but like everything is gonna happen soon that's how it feels yeah so i was gonna make a video on this myself but i never got to it maybe i still will yeah you still can 
Um, so what's come, been coming up with my clients this week, as well as talking to you, as well as when I've just like tapped into the energy on my own, is that we're in, I mean, you can feel it. Like everyone says that they're, they feel like we're in this like waiting period or this transition period or this like in between phase. And what I was picking up on is it's a time of preparation. Like this, Mm. this waiting period, this period we're in right now is a time of preparation. It's actually a gift from the universe to allow Mm. our bodies, our spirit, our minds to be prepared. So this is the time where if you have a spiritual practice or those things that, and I don't want to put like a judgment spin on it, like you should be doing, but those things that you know fuel yourself because it's like, I feel like right before this and kind of right now where we've been in this period of awareness, like just like what, what feels good, what doesn't. And now we're in a period of like implement inflammation implementation (laughs) why'd that come out so weird um and getting prepared and so what it is is because where we're going what's coming what the universe is about to give us we need to be in a space where we're able to hold it and right now is that preparation space to be able to hold it Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely feel that too yeah and like that even came through with uh you're like job stuff. Cause I've said from the beginning, I'm like, Oh, I feel like you're going to have to be really patient about mm-hmm. this, but it's like, it's in your favor. Like it's, it's helping you for that. When it does come through, it's going to be like that much better. or Just like that much more, more, I don't know, like makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we were just kind of talking about this in the abundance episode, which is episode 12 there is an aspect to abundance in any form that it's like you have to be in a position that you're ready to receive it and yes exactly we over we bypass that a lot or we don't think about that and you don't really think about what would happen if you received it and would you really be ready to receive it and then it's like that yes exactly that with that job on one hand I'm like yes I know that I want it but it's it's kind of also one of this thing one of these things where I see this future version of myself in it but it's also there's a I guess that means there's a part of me that knows that I maybe have a little more preparation to do but eventually I obviously am going to merge myself with I'm you know that's the point that's the goal like merging myself with this future aspect of myself that's thriving in this new position and in this new location and all these things but it's yeah it's sometimes it's a journey to meet yourself there to get there and I feel like we're in that preparation yeah and I feel like it's just it's just like a time period right now that really is like a gift from the universe because it's like a time where you get to be slow you get to experiment you get to figure out what is working for you you get to figure out how to how to set yourself up in the best way possible how to set yourself up to success how to open yourself up to receive and like that's the energy that we're in right now is learning those things um so that we've learned those things when whatever it is comes through and it's meant to come through Another thing that I picked up on this is if this doesn't resonate with you, if you're listening to the podcast, it probably does. Um, But another thing that came through was that if like if you don't feel like a big shift is coming or you don't feel that and that doesn't resonate with you, 
what's going to happen in your life is there's going to be more realizations that are coming up for you and there's going to be more breakdowns of your current beliefs interesting yeah it's going to be like uh expanding your consciousness beginning to expand your consciousness in a new way that you've never realized before if -hmm. you don't resonate with the big shift coming it's kind of like either or one which still is a big shift but just like in in a different way yeah and i think i there's also a big astrological shift that just happened with pluto moving into aquarius and i think that happened mid mid to end of march and i think it's going to be in aquarius for a few months and then it goes retrograde or something but then it goes back in full force and i it was interesting reading about this a little bit because i was like learning so much i was like oh interesting and i'm trying to understand it a little bit too okay i'm just thinking in terms of like okay so how pluto's affect because it's far it's so much further out in the solar system meaning it um it moves through they call it like the generational planet or something because it moves through its sign every like 15 to 25 years or 20 years or something so it's kind of you know it it marks big generational Mm. shifts so Pluto moving into Aquarius means the expansion of consciousness because Aquarius is a very like psychic, fluid, uh, quick moving water sign and very conscious. So I, I've heard that it means a big expansion in consciousness in this next kind of decade and beyond. So pretty cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah, astrology is so interesting when you see like, oh, um, how everything's like aligned right now this is what was happening when everything was aligned like back at this time it was like 200 years ago or something you're like oh wow it was the french revolution or like whatever like that's Mm -hmm. interesting or i guess maybe the american revolution maybe that would be a little bit more (laughs) i don't know that shit at all (laughs) don't know history (laughs) no you're not a history buff nope i definitely know way more about history geography than i ever would about math so do you want to pull a card or yeah sure let's what do pull you think? a card for the and collective it's a collective reading coming at you live just kidding i mean it's like a few weeks and yeah we've never this. pulled a card on yeah, the never podcast before so i'm just gonna shuffle um, is this the what deck is this while you're shuffling? Starseed. Star, Starseed Oracle. Ooh. So we have baby steps. Oh, okay. Show That's a good one. To the audience. Mm-hmm. Baby steps. Action. Follow your intuition before it makes sense. Oh. That's an important message. That is an important message. Let me feel into it a little bit more. Yeah. I feel like this comes back to um, the preparation that we were kind of talking about. It's like there's this big, there's like the shift coming. We can feel the shift coming. 
However, a lot of us don't know what it is. And that's what coming up with my clients too, where it's just like, well, they want to know, or they're like frustrated that they don't know. Um, but the focus right now is in this like preparation phase. And I think that's the action that this card is talking about. Like, how can you set yourself up to be, let me use the word grounded, to be anchored and grounded in right now because to be honest it's not that difficult to be spiritual like it's pretty easy to be spiritual because we just exist as spiritual beings anyways but being spiritual and grounded like yeah that's powerful like who the fuck is gonna mess with that i think i even like recently seen a meme like that that was it was like a one of those like lover memes where it was like the guy was just like oh, I'm spiritual and grounded, like whispers in the ear and the girl's like, oh, like, but it's just like, it's yeah. so true. Um, And then also with like, and so like the baby steps part of it is break down what is actually a priority because I do this too, where it's just like, if I want to set myself upright and if I want to be grounded, I need to do, I need to do breath work. I need to do tapping. I need to do cold plunge. I need to work out. I need to do yoga. I need to meditate. I need to, and it's just like the list is so long and it's just so overwhelming. Um, and although those things are all good, start with maybe three, even two that you can, that you know, that you resonate with and your intuition knows this. Mm-hmm. that you know that resonates with you that is really going to help you like ground in that energy and build on that and, and it's it's totally what the card is saying baby steps because as you start that even start with one thing one or two things actually once you have those down and you feel like that's part of your routine and it's habitual add something else on that is supportive and then continue doing that um continue and then and that's how you start building the neural pathways and these new neural pathways is what was what is not only going to bring the shift that's coming, but it's also going to hold the shift. Hmm. Um, I'm going to do a little shout out to my friend Carlin Fisher. I don't know if she's in uh, listening. It'd be cool <laughs> if she was though. <laughs> um, she has this thing that she's doing right now. She's like this neuro. She's like a neuro optimization coach like her thing is re-engineer your headspace and she talks about the neural pathways and all this stuff i'd love to have her on the podcast one day but she's doing this thing right now that um this course it's a 90-day optimization course that helps you reframe and rebuild the neural pathways in your brain of being able to do what you want to do and i've just started it and for anyone that's interested i would recommend it it's like it's like under twenty dollars online um yeah her name's carlin fisher and i think Uh it's re-engineer your headspace i just want to double check so i'm not giving is it kind of like practices like is it like um it's like it's kind of like it's a 90 day thing and each thing is very small but it's Mm -hmm. um integrating the neural pathway of just like showing up and creating the pathway of doing something and being committed to something and she talks all the time she's like you talk about how you want consistency consistency and how you're not consistent she's like but you are consistent you're consistently inconsistent and i was like oh that's interesting (laughs) she's like you're consistent yeah or you're consistent at the things you that you that aren't necessarily supporting you so you have to make (laughs) space for what you actually want and 
And so, and then she's like, if you're over here and you want to get over here, it's actually, we're bridging the gap in between and making that neural pathway. And I thought that was so interesting too, because it is true. We are, it's not that we're not inconsistent or we are consistent at mm-hmm. whatever that is. Like, I don't know, like, yeah, right. We're consistent <laughs> in some of the behaviors that might not be supporting what we actually want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. And yeah, the neural pathway stuff is so good to kind of start thinking with that mindset. I had, you know, since you had your friend Carlin stayed with you last year and then you kind of, you know, you picked up a lot of wisdom from her and you were sharing it with me. And then at that time, I was also putting some stuff into practice, too. Mm -hmm, And you were kind of having and I'm still I still put it into practice you know I fall off the bandwagon like often like everyone does but I I still put it in what what I've taken out of it the most so far and thinking switching my mindset to the neural pathway stuff is the aspect of um knowing that all you need to do is kind of do something once to just light the fire and ignite it and knowing that it instantly becomes easier the next day and knowing that it's going to be really really hard to do it the first time but doing it you know you know what I'm saying just kind of really switching your mindset into okay I just need to do this on this first time and I know I know that it's going to be easier the next time and I've done that with many things and I've been so like happy I'm like I'm so glad like that first time or that first day like really sucked and I really had to I was kicking and screaming but just kind of switching your mentality around that has really has really helped me and also knowing on like that second day like yes I did it I started the neural pathway like we're good we're on it like I'm taking that next step you know yeah it always gets easier and easier as you go and the the beginning part is where you have to put in the most effort because you're actively deciding to carve out another neural pathway she explained it like this she's like if everyone's hiking on a hiking trail and Mm -hmm. it's like a very well made hiking trail Mm -hmm. it's been there forever and then you veer off into the woods not on a hiking trail and you just go that way like you're you're completely carving out your own path but as you continue to go over that that trail over that same spot you begin to make an actual hiking trail that becomes the path of least resistance mm-hmm. which yep. and it is yep. so it's like you walk up the, the regular hiking trail because it's the path of least resistance so in your brain the regular hiking trail might be watch netflix i'm just using these mm-hmm. as an example and so if you want yeah. to change that point that period in your time of where you watch netflix to working out you got to go do a little bit of off-roading and remake a path of least resistance because your brain is always looking for the thing of the least amount of effort. But mm-hmm. also at the same time, you get, if you retrain the neural pathway, then even working out does become less effort. Like it yeah. just, just in, in the brain is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's making that, it's making that, habit or task or action just more familiar and bridging that gap of building something up and it becoming so scary and because yeah, yeah. I just think it becomes a lot of habitual. these things sorry <laughs> right and it's I think a lot of these things we know but 
there's a there is always room for a if you're not doing it or if you feel like you want to improve something there's always room for like a mindset shift in these things that we feel like we already know that can set us on a different path yeah and i think it's just about um being honest too with what the steps are that are going to get you to who you want to be and then bridging bridging that gap and like exactly what this card says this card is baby steps so it's just taking those baby steps to to begin that and i would say to people at home let's start with two things um one is movement Maybe not. I want to say one is release and one is movement, but those are kind of the same things. Um, Maybe they're both that. What I mean is, so like release, um, emotional release. Let's think about journaling um, or tapping. And then when I think of movement, which is still a release, but then I start thinking of more like breath work or like working out or doing like yoga. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can, you know, you can always start small with these things. Yeah, you can. Like, Just, I mean, even today I wanted to do a full yoga and I realized that maybe I was on a bit of a time crunch. So I just did a 15 minute yoga. But you know what? I still showed up and I did yoga. Yeah. The emphasis is really on the showing up. And it's hard because then, you know, when you don't show up for yourself in a while, for a while in a row, it's hard to get yourself out of that buried feeling place yeah and you know i'm in it again or i've well you know from the end of my phd i was in it in a really really deep way but obviously that energy like resurfaces in in small amounts and i feel it for myself right now and kind of repeating itself so you know just kind of always developing or trying to like use the tools that you know you know it's like i've witness myself get in these slumps and stuff and I'm like okay let's regroup do we know what can I bribe myself with <laughs> to get me to sh- show up for day one <laughs> which I have bribed myself but hey it works because you're getting the fire started yeah I think it's just about yeah starting starting the fire that spark just the initial little baby step and like I also like the word baby step too because it doesn't have to be a big step. You don't have to be really hard on yourself. You don't have to do every single thing. What's just one little thing you can add into your routine that you know is supportive of you? Mm-hmm. Five-minute meditation. Five-minute meditation. Like meditation that. is a, if you don't meditate, um, I would recommend Y'all. mixing that in and you can start it's out time. baby steps with that. Start out five minutes. Start out ten minutes. Um if I haven't talked about it before, this is not an ad, but I wish it was, use Insight Timer. It's a great app with so many free meditations. There's guided ones. There's just music. So many to pick out of, pick from. Um, yeah, start utilizing that in the morning when you wake up. Look for a morning meditation. Look for a before-bed meditation. I think just asking... Um, what oh, is in your highest like, and best and it goes yeah, along what, with showing up and i was saying like you with adhd probably relate to this too of sometimes the way we get we can be like really tired or drained and you're just like oh it 
I, I don't, I'm not going to go to this. I'm going to cancel on this because that's going to be better mm. for me. But sometimes it's not like sometimes you are supposed to yes. show up, but sometimes you, at, you, you are supposed to cancel. I feel like that's getting kind of muddy no, in there, but like, do you, I know. do you know, do you know what I mean sometimes? But sometimes yes, you would give yourself <sighs> the excuse of just being like, I, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to cancel because I'm listening to my body and I'm so tired, but it's not actually the thing that was in your highest and best at that time. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, you have to like figure out, you know, like what's, is it better for me to show up and just say that I did, or is it better for me to like preserve my energy? And sometimes it is better for you to preserve your energy, but I think, um, Mm -hmm. maybe in that situation, I just meant like taking the easy way out. Like another one is even like, buying things and committing to things online like i think it's so easy for things to be flashy and be like quote unquote this is gonna fix me or this is gonna help me and there's because it's spiritual there's no reason that i shouldn't be spending my money on that and i've been looking back in the Mm -hmm. past and been like okay yeah no there's some definite yeses and there's some definite no's but i I didn't listen to that because I just thought like, oh, like I, I should be doing this. I should be spending money on me even though – and because that's a lot of the time is a narrative out there. But I think what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say is um, check in with yourself and your intuition on what actually is like a yes and a no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it's been weird this week. It's yeah, been really weird this week. And it's tough because we're just in this area of where it we're constantly saying that, like it just constantly seems to build <laughs> on itself, and it just feels like you're in like a pressure cooker. Yeah, but also, yeah, but also knowing that like our that there's a completely different life that's going to be on the other side of the us this for us like soon ish yeah and so it's like we're just showing up i was just like procrastinating the entire day like i'm meeting with my advisor tomorrow i forced myself into that because i need to get a move on like this that second half of my thesis and publishing it right i keep forgetting that like i even doing that i literally can't find the i mean i'm just kind of like slowly warming up to it but you know it's like there's natural resistance there but i'm trying to unpack it but it's like it's not that deep it's kind of just like yeah of course like i don't want to focus like use my brain and write like you know (laughs) like do that kind of work like of course i'm gonna be like flighty around it and just kind of be like and then today i felt like my nervous system was just a little bit extra and i was like i just i tried but like i just couldn't i was like yeah well i'm feeling that energy this is a problem for tomorrow Alyssa. yeah even right with us talking like we're kind of like scattered and just like mushy brain like i don't and i was you know well one of the other things i was gonna text you is for some reason i feel like thursdays like my adhd is peak at all always i don't know what that is i wonder what interesting planet thursdays related to like thursdays i'm always the most hmm, conscious planet yeah maybe i'm dialed into higher dimensions like also just thursdays we used to have a lot of events like things in our department and so there were always like uh interruptions like on thursdays in grad school and it was never a day that you could actually get anything done it was always it was always just a day of like like you were never like there and so i don't know if that has anything to do with it. i feel like on thursdays i'm always just extra like 
I can't do anything. I'm just fair enough. <laughs> it's the definition. It's like it's like ADHD and like a like. <laughs> I just feel like that. Newt is like yeah, putting like, his paw under the door, just like this, like going. <laughs> it's just funny because I just like see a paw. Okay, why is it still saying it's full? That's, That's so funny. strange. I literally maybe I need. To... Did you, oh wait, did you go to? Did you go to recently? No, I really did know? not, Alyssa. <laughs> I literally realized it as you were talking. I was like, oh, I need to delete them again. (laughs) No, but maybe I should. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I should. The one, oh my God. I wonder if you'll come across it while you're uh, editing. The last time we recorded, Bryce like came in for some reason, but he was like, instead of just coming, like to give me my charger. He was shirtless and he crawled down crawled yeah in. and like i like i just it looked i could see it out of the corner of my screen and i'm like why didn't you just come in like a normal person and give me your charger because he was just like he was like in the corner like this and he's like pulling the cat out and it just looks so strange and i'm like <laughs> what is going on i i don't know how it looks on the video yet it's probably all in there too it's funny but he's like shirtless so i won't put it in but <laughs> Yeah, I think that's probably um, why he was he was like trying to hide. But I'm like, just like walk in and give me my <laughs> charger. <laughs> it was like, you know what it was like? It was like that uh, that viral video of the guy doing the live news interview and then his kids come barging in in the background. Oh, and like the you nannies like trying to like get and them out. Yeah, it's, actually, it's the wife and she comes down like on her hand. She's crawling. And, and she turns like around that. and she like shuts the door. Yeah, that's exactly what it was yeah. like. So that's what he even like did. That video is hilarious. Yeah, that is really funny. All right. All right, everyone. So that is that is a cap on this episode today. We just want to do a quick little energy update. We know that think there's a lot a lot of energy going on. What I've also just been like explaining to my clients too or just people in general i guess is we're making space for new things to come in so just think of that as things like transition and move some things might fall away as we're making space for whatever you ask for to come in so um but with that yeah i feel like that's a good takeaway message that it's like if you feel weird if it's kind of this weird transition we're we're making space for new things yeah that's that's exactly what it is um but yeah and with that uh Liz and i are gonna leave you so please follow us on at the orphic podcast on instagram and uh subscribe to our youtube like comment subscribe also apple Podcasts. Yes, we are on youtube spotify um please subscribe please comment please review it really helps us out a lot we really appreciate it and we'll love you so much and follow Alyssa on instagram at interdimensional astrophysics and follow me at mariposa moonchild for energy healing and updates and yeah yeah all right that's gonna be it thank you for being here and we'll see you next time bye bye